So the big question is this, are you tired of the hustle and grind of fix and flip? Do you really think you can wholesale your way to success? What you really want is a cash flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom, sunsets and palm trees on your terms. But what if you're stuck because you have no capital, no time and no idea where to start? That ends now. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags to riches real estate millionaire who started out with no money or credit and quickly grew a portfolio of cash flowing apartments. Not to mention, he did it all with other people's money. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life and the Multifamily Legacy Podcast will show you how. So now, here's your host, The Big Kahuna, Corey Peterson. Hey everybody, welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson. So excited that you're ready to roll, man. Like, let's get into some multifamily legacy wealth stuff. Let's try to find some of that sunsets and palm trees today. Uh, you know, you can make your life whatever you want. You can choose to be happy. You can choose to be sad. Most of life is a choice, at least with your attitude it is. And I just want to challenge you today that you put on your best attitude that you could possibly have and strap yourself up because we're going to go on a little bit of a journey today. I'm super excited to talk and teach today. And today I want to cover a topic that I don't think a lot of podcasters talk about. And this is the question I think we all maybe kind of ask ourselves, or if you get to this point, you're going to ask yourself, why would you sell a cash flowing apartment? I mean, why would you ever think about something that makes you money? Why would you want to sell it and quit that cash flow? Okay, so that's actually a really good question, and we're going to kind of jump right into it. But before I do that, I want to thank everybody who's taking the time to go to iTunes and leave some five-star reviews. I the last time I checked, we're I think we're at like 540 like written reviews. That's amazing. I like that is absolutely amazing. So if this podcast leaves value, subscribe, like, share, push this thing out, get other people to know and learn about it because I love sharing the message of multifamily. Okay, so why would you sell a cash flowing apartment? Let me just kind of give you an, an underlying, and we're going to talk, I'm going to use an example of a deal that I am getting ready to sell. That's really what made me think about this whole concept and, and talking about it on the podcast. As you guys know, I normally like to use my personal experiences to share when I'm actually teaching the game. And so we bought a property called Catalina Village in Yuma, Arizona, roughly two and a half years ago, maybe almost three. And we bought this property and it suffered from a couple things. A, some deferred maintenance. B, really, truly it was bad management. And what they had done is they had allowed seasonal leases to come in because Yuma is an agricultural hub. So like that's where most of the lettuce and the, like a lot of produce that we get comes from Yuma. And, and there's a lot of migrant workers that come in for the season, which is typically nine months out of the year. And in the summertime in Yuma, it's super hot. So it, no one shows. They're gone. And so are the leases. And so this income was terribly like fractured. In other words... In you know those nine months it was pretty good, but the rest of you know the other months, the last next four months were terribly bad. And so anytime you have a disparity in income, there's like banks don't like it, and it really is just one of those hard things to do. Like you you just don't want a property that, that operates like that. It's hard to operate out of that type of model. 
And so the question we ask ourselves is, can we make and put full-time tenants? Is there enough demand and people that want to live in Yuma, Arizona that will live and stay there year after year after year? And so we looked at the demographics and we said, yes, yes, there is. And so we did our business plan, right? We didn't renew the corporate leases. We and if we did a few, but we said if we'll only renew if you do a one-year lease, right? Because that's what we wanted. We wanted yearly leases. And we didn't want also to interrupt or like kind of make our lease subservient to all these corporates. Because what happens if a company decides to go to another apartment and 25 or 30 of those leases that come up and they come up all at once, what if they leave? And that's not good. And so we really wanted to get away from that a lot. And so currently we only, this is 144 units. I think we only have five that are corporate leases. So we did the job. So the beautiful picture of this is that we took a property that was probably had an NOI of roughly $60,000 a month. And three short years, we are busting at the seams at roughly $90,000 a month. I, th I think, let me, let me do the math. Yes. So roughly almost 90, we'll call it 80, 85. 80, 85 is probably closer, right? So $85,000 a month NOI is like, that's good. Real money. And, and really $85,000 times 12, right? Is a million 20, right? And you divide that by a 5.5 cap. That's $18.5 million of value. So we bought this property, Yuma, Arizona, Catalina Village. We bought it for $8.7 million. Okay, that's good. And been able to pay all investors. Everybody's happy. We are now looking with compressed cap rates, right? Because cap rates have gone down a little bit because interest rates have gone down a lot. And so now this thing's cash flowing. Like our payment is like $24,000. So if it's hitting $85,000, we're making $40,000, $50,000 a month net income. On one hand, it's, it's pretty damn good. Now I still have to pay my investors and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, we are making nice profit with this deal. Now, here's the question is, okay, so now you're at a point and we're only three years into our loan. Actually, we're three years into the property we refied last April with a Freddie loan where we got 3.63% rate for 15 years. A 15-year loan with five years of interest only. Very favorable loan terms. I mean, it was right before COVID. We squeezed it in. And so now we're looking at something that we have a very good rate that we can give to somebody. So we're into this process and we just went and visited the property. We're just kind of looking around and, and the question I start asking myself is like, can we sell this property? Like, what's my exit strategy? And I, when you start thinking about exit strategy, you start kind of comparing some scenarios. So scenario number one is what if, like we're making great income, I have about, I don't know, I think $3 million of private equity, right? Money that we've raised for this deal in, in our deal. And so the question would be, in April, when we get a year past when we refied, we can actually take what's called the supplemental loan. And what that supplemental loan would allow us to do is to probably cash out and ref or get a supplemental like a second with Freddie or Fannie and be able to get enough money to cash out all our investors and then just own it with my main group. And that's one option, and it's really not a bad option. But when I look at it from the 
income side of things. Like, so we pay our investors a 6% PREF and to go from 6% to a bank loans. In other words, if we're just going to refi and cash out them only, and, you know, let's say 6% PREF at $3 million is $180,000. And basically, because when you get a loan, you're still going to have a 3% or 3.5% loan. So theoretically, we could say we could cut that number in half, $90,000. We would create, just by refining and getting all our investors out, we'd create another $90,000 a year in passive income, right? That we would be able to share with our B-share ownership group. And really, that's that's pretty exciting. It's not bad. Now, but here's the other scenario, okay? We don't get to get all the money out. And here's why you would maybe think about selling. So I'm gonna do the math here. I think we can sell this property for $18 million. But let's water it down. Let's say it's 16. Let's say I double. I own the property. Let's say we make $8 million when we sell this property. And that's probably after we've paid our investors off as well, right? So like, and given them all their pieces. So I'll have $8 million left over. Now, step number one, why would I do that? So in my ownership group, I have a 50% ownership of the B shares. So when we make $8 million of profit, I can probably, I'll, I'll make 4 million. Right, Corey Peterson will make four million dollars. Okay, got that. That's a lot of money, by the way. Like that's a big win. Okay, super excited if we can and pull this off. And I and I actually think it will. We'll probably sell it for a little bit more. I think we can sell it for a little bit more than sixteen million. I think we can get it maybe eighteen. So if we do this and I make four million dollars of profit, just I'm, I'm just gonna look at. I'm gonna be selfish and look at it from my side of the coin, and say what is Corey going to do with his money. Okay. First of all, I'm just going to take a million dollars and put it on the sidelines. I'm going to park it in cash. Okay. Secondly, I'm going to take $3 million and I've got another project. It's one of it's my own projects, the development project on land that I own in Georgia, where I'm going to develop another $7 million building. So I already have a plan for my money. And when I do that, I'm going to go in it as my own investor, meaning I don't have to share I'm going to be the investor and the owner. So if I pay it six and six to my investor pool, now I have $3 million working like my investor money does. Well, six, that's 6%, 6% 6 pref. Well, what is that? That's $180,000 a year just by doing that. So I just set myself up to make $180,000 cash flow. Okay, well, that's more than that 90,000. It's actually double right, by doing, instead of doing the refi. And this is just on my side. Now, here's what's left though. When we sell this asset, um, we're not going to 1031 exchange. And why am I not going to 1031 exchange? Because I want to, like, here's my long-term goal, is I wanna start buying properties with only Kahuna Investments, and no other partners, and no other money people. I'm working on creating legacy. I want to become a family office. And so when we make big wins, we want to take our big wins and buy properties only with Kahuna's money and, and I'm the only investor. That's what we're setting ourselves up. Now, so if I take my three or my, you know, put a million dollars in the bank, take $4 million in, or $3 million and go invest it in one of my other own deals just for myself, okay? Now, what do I have left? I still have my partner's $4 million. 
Now, I don't know exactly what they want to do, but I'm sure I can probably get, let's say I can get half of that to say, hey, let's go into, go into another deal. So that's $2 million available. And then I still have the $3 million of investor capital that I invested in, that, in the Palms originally as just passive investors. So now we have another $5 million out there ready to be placed. Now, so what do you think Corey's going to do? Corey is going to work his butt off to find another deal to make sure that we can put people into this deal, the new deal. And it'll happen pretty much just like that. I mean, I, I believe you can forecast these things and kind of put some, you know, the timing may not be perfect, but I got a feeling we'll be able to pull it off relatively easy, right? Now, I'll have to look at a lot of deals to find a good deal. And here's the best part. I'm going to be selling at a, I'm hopefully to sell at a five cap. We can definitely sell at a 5.5, but we're going to try to sell at a five cap if we can. That's great, which makes us a little bit more more money than what we're even talking about. But we know pretty certain that we can sell at a five and a half cap in Yuma, Arizona. So I call that a compressed cap rate for a 1986 product. So when we go look for another property, we're going to try to find a better, like try to find a seven cap. I really am going to try to find a seven cap in a different market, not Yuma. And so that's where you can play the market game as well. So because you can sell in one market and buy in another. And, you know, the cap rates may not be the same. So we're going to look for another choice deal to put that $7 million of investor money in. So effectively, what I just did is I increased my personal cash flow. I've got $180,000 coming to me just as an investor in my new deal, right, where I put that $3 million. That's not even counting the B shares, the B side of that, right? The other end of the profits. Usually when you're structuring a deal that you're going to invest in with your investors, you're paying your investors a certain percentage and you're making us another percentage of those profits. So I still have profit coming from that side. And then I still have, I can go out and place roughly $5 million. Now $5 million can buy probably a 10 to $15 million asset, right? So if we buy a $15 million asset, and we take a 4% acquisition fee, right? Because that's what I do. I take a 4% acquisition fee, um, not two, but four. And my investors understand it because it's a lot of work. What is that? Gives me an additional $600,000 of money there. And then not only that is that we're investing in another property. Again, if we're doing this thing right, we're paying our investors a portion of the profit, we should have another income stream. Now, when you think about this, this is when we're playing monopoly when, with the red houses, kids. Okay, that's what we're doing right now. We're, we have left the greenhouses and we said goodbye. Thank you very much. But we're not interested in greenhouses anymore. We're playing, we're only playing with the red ones. And I'm telling you right now, if, so if that doesn't get you excited, if that doesn't like ring your bell and get you like, oh, that's real money. That is real money, my friends. That's legacy money. I bought a property three years ago that I'm going to make $8 million profit, of which $4 million is mine. Hello. Can I get an amen? Who wouldn't want that? Do you want that? Hey, listen, I want to invite you right now. If you want to get that kind of lifestyle, I would love for you to take me up on a wonderful offer of learning this wonderful game called multifamily investing. And you can start your journey now by going to www.kahunahq.com 
And for $97 a month, you can get my Cashflow HQ course. And it's a full-blown course, and you can just pay on it month to month, $97 a month, and learn at your own pace and speed. It's the cheapest way you can get a full-blown course that talks about raising money, finding deals, all the things you'll ever know about real estate. I just highly recommend that you go do it, kahunahq.com. All right? Just wanted to put a plug in for that because um, I get excited about this, man. I get excited about these opportunities to really generate legacy wealth. And, and that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about a little bit of money. We're talking about a lot of money. And how would it feel to make a $4 million profit? And listen, I'm going to tell you right now, I'll be honest. I've never made a $4 million paycheck. Fixing to though. I've made a $2.5 million one, but I've not made a $4 million on one swing. It's ridiculous, dude. It's ridiculous. I'm already cash flowing all my assets. And I mean, it's a great life, but like, I just, I want to make sure that you guys understand that it didn't, it started with a dream, by the way. It started with a, a vision and a belief that I could do it. And then I just keep watering it, right? And just making sure that I was doing what it takes and learning and, and having good mentors in my life. That's what I've done. And then you put together award-winning teams and, you know, lo and behold, you put yourself in action. And here I am where I have a great asset. And when we actually, we'll do another podcast when we actually sell it, okay, just to confirm. And I'll probably put my HUD on the screen because I don't want anybody to like, oh, well, did he really make it? I'll just show you, okay? I'm not going to try to hide it. <laughs> Listen, I'm not big on posting money because that's not who I am. But sometimes you got to show people that it's truly real. And that you, like, it takes one, how many deals does it take to change your life? Just one deal can change your life, my friend, and change the game forever. Could you imagine being a 50% owner of a deal that you bought three years ago and be able to make $4 million? That's almost a million point three million, $1.3 million a year you made. That's sick, right? It's sick. And that's just one of seven assets that we own. So the game of real estate. And so we're really going to get, and when we sell this property, it's going to be like, I call it a two for, two for one. I'm going to sell one asset and I get to buy two more. One for me, one with my investors. And I'm going to keep doing that every time I have a property, what I call mature. And as they keep maturing, I'm going to keep buying one for me and buying one with my investors. And then, you know, that'll be the process every time, you know, it's it's a five-year cycle. So, and sometimes it could be a three-year cycle, like on the palms. But you got to put yourself in motion. You got you to gotta go out there and, you know, get yourself ready. And getting yourself ready is learning the business, right? Forming your team, getting in action, making broker contacts, talking to, with people about money, um, doing all the little things it takes and is required to go out there and become a huge success. It doesn't happen overnight, but I'm telling you, my friends, it absolutely does happen. So hopefully after this podcast, you're like, why would you sell a cash flowing apartment? Now you know why, right? Because it can leave you legacy wealth, velocity of your money that makes a big difference and um, encourage you on your journey wherever you guys are at right now that, you know, you do matter, you have a voice and, you know, you can just take baby steps, baby steps every step of the way, but don't give up, don't get deterred and don't turn back, right? Keep moving forward. It does get easier as you keep going. And the more you learn, the more you earn. Um, surround yourself with great people. If I can just 
get into you and just and fill you with my belief, right? You can do whatever you put your mind to, guys. I say it every podcast. This is how we, I end it. And I, I just, I believe it with all my heart, with all my heart. Everything that I am is that if you will just take the time to unequivocally put that vision in your mind and own it and believe it, guys, success is right around the corner. If you believe it, you can achieve it and your paradise is possible.